Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Was it our last show that we ended trying to buy the Jokic moment, or was that two shows ago? That was the last one. Man, time. It's so distorted these days. That's kind of a cliffhanger for the people. Yeah, that does feel like quite a ways, quite a while ago. Well, spoiler, we bought it. <laughs> and uh, I was actually surprised after getting our Jokic Cosmic that uh, he had the, the, the massive game against the jazz, but his, uh, his cosmics weren't really flying off the shelves after that. Now, do you really think it works that way? I think at the, at the smaller in mid price points, probably more than the, yeah, maybe I feel like the, with the busted, like how the site's kind of busted that it, uh, it's tough for people to buy and sell that quickly. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, but yes, welcome to Lowell's. My name is Peter Overzet. I am with my co-host, Brian Hooper. And uh, last week, we eventually just gave into the urge to talk about Top Shot. Um, the market has cooled a little bit here. So I know, you know, people aren't as worked up about it as they were a week ago. Uh, yeah, is that what you're noticing? I'm not like, I'm not knee deep in the streets. Yeah, the, there's been a lot of, a lot of the, uh, overall prices have started to drop uh, from where they were. I mean, nothing like drastic, but I would say like 15 to 20% drops on where a lot of stuff was a few days ago. That's interesting. Um, I wonder if once they get all the kinks out of KYC and people just being able to buy easily, if that's going to raise the price or drop the price. 
yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. They they still have the whole withdraw issue right now. They have a new thing up when you go to click withdraw that wasn't there before, but it still says you know pending that functionality. So who knows? Uh, what's new with you though? Not much. Just refreshing my Top Shot uh, base set series two release eleven every five seconds. <laughs> yeah, you don't strike me as a F five or for a base pack type of guy. No, I have been in the past like hour. <laughs> no it's so funny in my Discord that because every generally they happen on the hour. So there's this crew that comes through like a few minutes before the hour, and they're like, "Let's is this going to be it? Is this going to be it?" And then it doesn't happen, and everyone's like, "All right, see you again in an hour." <laughs> it's just like around the clock vigilance. Wait, it's, it's, al- it's always on the top of the hour. Is that the? That's that's the working theory. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's hilarious. So yeah, I don't think you need to uh, to refresh nonstop. I'm pretty sure the the screenshots that they were posting today were that the next thing they did they were going to give people notice because they wanted to do more of a stress test with it so i don't think you need to be refreshing nonstop. it made it seem like they were going to send an email but god forbid they did surprise release them and then peter told you not to be refreshing and then you come after me i can't have that mm-hmm. i see you getting called rich man in your your discord and all sorts of <laughs> It's a lot of the narratives, you know, I've gotten pretty distorted. All these shows I do with people who uh, have bought the expensive moments and I get pegged as, as the rich man. I mean, what kind of bullshit is this? I'm the, I'm the common man. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. If your portfolio is going up, your, your meme stocks skyrocketing. Is that what's happening here? I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, maybe that's what I need to do is tokenize myself and then, you know, finally put a price into what my digital non-fungible token is worth. Have you checked out any of the other NFTs? Yeah, I've started getting because uh, Kitchen has been pretty into it and we ended up going in on one of those pranksy boxes out of 500. Um, have you been messing around with it at all? No, no, I, I looked in, I looked a little bit, but... Uh... What, so what's this, Pranksy? Yeah, so Pranksy's one of the big whales uh, in the Top Shot marketplace. And him and this guy, Carlini, um, they put together these things where it's basically like a mystery box with five or six NFTs from various artists. And so all that they put up right now is the digital boxes themselves. There are 500 of them. And, um, and now they're trading on the secondary market, but they it's not revealed what is in them yet, but they're already like four or five X, you know what they were going for uh, when you bought them for half. So so digital art, digital art. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've been messing around, just poking around a little bit on OpenSea, and uh, I'm probably going to botch the name. I think it's nifty gateway. uh, One of those, just seeing the kind of stuff that's out there. And then it was the hash max masks were the really big popular thing the, the other day. And those things were going for a ton of money. Did you see those? No, no. I mean, I'm, I saw that the site that Jennings CSU shared that has like a list of all these places. Yeah. I didn't really go through each of them individually. Like it's, it's mostly like collectibles, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's here. I can, I'll share the screen of open C here. Um, these were these, the hash map, like you saw Bales changed his avatar. He bought one of these. Um, and 
Yeah, there was a certain amount made, and now they are just trading on the secondary market here for five ETH, three ETH. Um, but yeah, I don't know the, you know, with top shots, it's it's easy to kind of at least understand where the value is coming from via mm -hmm. the scarcity, how cool the moment is, how good the player is, all that stuff. Right. With this stuff, I I don't know where the value is being derived you know it's it's harder to have those reference points yeah yeah i i mean uh, art in general much less this new this new form yeah i, I mean, mean some of cool like what can you so we're not buying a hash mask on the show tonight <laughs> Brian. So I'm assuming you could like you could make make like put it on your wall couldn't you yeah and i'll show you a cool thing so I have my first piece of tokenized art because this guy, um, Eric has been doing like top shot art. And so he made me this Van Vliet drawing and then he tokenized it and then sent it to me on, on OpenSea. So now I have the one of one. It's my only piece of, of digital art I own here, but it is, it is pretty cool the way that that works. And I can definitely see, the future for it and and how it could be a, a sought after thing. Not my yeah. Van Vliet, but just the general concept. The, the, that's what I'm struggling with this, this, the, the wave of NFTs, you know, that Cuban's talking about and everybody's talking about. It's like, yeah, well, it's just, if it's just collectibles, like, yeah, sure. Okay. That's cool. But like, like what, what, is there anything else besides collectibles that people have their eye on for NFTs? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, what would be even a possible use case other than like art? That's and what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I like the whole the whole smart contract ideas and stuff like that. Yeah, I could see something like I don't know how you could invest in something like that, but I've yeah. always been interested in that type of Ethereum idea. To me, I actually have been appreciating the appeal more from the creator side. Like I imagine if I was an artist and how hard it is to get your work out there, you know, get it sold, find it to the right place and to be able to use online scarcity on the blockchain to kind of, you know, ensure that and then have this worldwide marketplace for it. Uh, I could see that being very attractive of like, all right, I'm going just all digital art. It's, couldn't couldn't uh, mu music artists do that? You would think, yeah. Just release yours. You have to buy the the token or whatever, and there's just one, two, three, and you would have the first album by whatever Radiohead. Yeah. You know, for the numerology bros, they would go crazy. Yeah. No, you totally could, and yeah. I mean, they would. There wouldn't necessarily be the scarcity because they would want to sell as many of them as possible. But you're saying have the serialized numbers yeah. give more meaning to. And, and you can't, and I'm assuming you wouldn't be able to, to crack it and then release it for free. I don't know how they would pull that off, but yeah, it, it does. Once you start going down that thought experiment, it, there are just so many possibilities, uh, mm -hmm. for it, I think is, I think is interesting, but Do yeah, you think game, GameStop's going to be involved in this somehow. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that'd be like tokenized. You know, your, your tokenized shares, I have one of one or, you know, one of 100,000 of GameStop shares. Um, geez. what? So catch me up on that. Uh, how did things end up 
shaking out with that where the bags dumped they're down overnight right now last i checked like 10 minutes ago they were down under 90 bucks a share so not a complete collapse i mean it's a complete collapse from their high where uh robin hood shut everything off and all the places shut everything off i think they got over like 420 or something at one point but um did you unload yours uh, I didn't buy any of that in the first one. I, oh, okay. I I uh, I was a little late to the to the party. I got AMC at like four dollars or something though, and uh, I bought some protest shares uh, earlier today at GME. <laughs> oh, okay, just for just just for shits and gigs. Not where are the where was this one? Is this another Wall Street bets move? Yeah, GME's Wall Street bets, AMC, Nokia, BlackBerry. Yeah, they were all Wall Street bets moves. Is is there like a um, like a ringleader on there who is kind of leading the charge on these these calls? There's a guy. Uh, his Reddit screen name is Deep Fucking Value. Okay, I have heard that name, but I wasn't sure if that was like a name like QAnon or like where the how the. Uh, no, he's a real goes. real person, and he's okay. uh, got a YouTube channel, Roaring Kitties, and. Uh, he lost like 30 million since the peak on GME, but he's up like 13 million or something still. Goodness. And is he, do you get the vibe that he is uh, like a hedge front, young hedge fund bro, or is he like this true vigilante? Just a normal dude. Um, Looks like a young Julian Lennon for anyone who knows who that is. Oh wait, there's, Oh wait, is this the guy that looks like Denny Carter? Kind of, is that who he is? He's got the headband. Okay. All right. It's all coming together to me because Denny was posting all these photos and he kind of looked like him. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I think it looks like Julian Lennon. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I guess he worked as a financial advisor for mass mutual, which is just, you know, whatever day job, not like a hedge fund bro at all. Interesting. What a, I'm surprised. I guess he, uh, it seemed like you might have wanted to stay anonymous, all things considered, but sometimes that clout, man, it was probably uh, irresistible. I don't know because he, uh, he's been posted on YouTube for months. Mm. Okay. Maybe his name, his real name is out now. And maybe that wasn't the case before. Maybe that's, yeah, that, that could be the case. But I mean, if you're posted on YouTube, how, how anonymous do you really want to be? You know. Yeah. So. Here's what. Yeah. And what's the? Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Dogecoin? What's the the latest with that? Is it still mooning? No, I I thought it was down to like three cents or under. I was told a dollar, checked. sir. Wind three, moon, I, I sir. I don't have any. My brother has some. My dad has some. <laughs> because Coinbase doesn't. It's thirty point oh three, so three and a half cents. That's still pretty good from where it was. Um, yeah, I, I love this meme shit where everyone just apes in. <laughs> just trying to guess when to get off the, get off the boat. Are you, are you familiar with all the terminology they use? Like diamond hands and. No. Yeah. I, I, see, I've heard all of these, but I don't have like the web of references that connects them all for me. What does diamond hands mean? Diamond hands means you won't sell. Okay. Paper hands means you're, you're, you're going to, you're a pussy who's going to sell. Yeah. Um, yeah, they insult each other, but like lovingly <laughs> smooth brain and lots of like brave heart hold memes. I'm sure 
that's more yeah i think that's more crypto but yeah okay okay there it is yeah hold the line um yeah i i i haven't messed around in the uh in the day trading, I haven't messed around with the shit coin since the initial shit coin boom. And uh, I was so scarred from that experience that I, have, I only buy BTC and ETH now. I don't I don't fuck with that. Is my uh, channel screwing up anyone out there? Because it looks like we're just getting Pete's Pete's top of Pete's head from my. Uh, <laughs> what? From from my uh, studio. My oh, studio wow. View. Up, up there in my ivory tower just just taking up all the screen how can yeah. i how can i check that yeah if you're confused it's we're still simulcasting this uh to both brian's channel and now my channel as well so brian's just figuring that stuff out um as usual if you guys prefer the audio version of lols we do have a podcast version link is down in the show notes and for those of you who are new tuning in because of the top shot bull rush this is a show brian and i do every wednesday evening we talk about dfs sports betting politics inflammatory references to historical events that's what we do here right brian oh yeah i was thinking about how i can get you to the to to, to get uh in trouble one of these times like i'm like <laughs> Okay, make him the yeah, make yeah. an archaic reference. To yeah. So what I things you you still you grind in all the uh, sports. You said you got waste management tomorrow. You got the props going out all the time. Yep. Tennis now too. Been banging out. That seems like it's back. Are you just doing props or DFS for tennis? Just DFS. I don't have any betting stuff for tennis, and I have I have three tickets to their championship thing, like the tennis baseline championship, whatever it's called that I got last year. And I'm like, well, I got to make sure my model works because <laughs> I'm, I'm already entered that. Oh, so, it was a, a tournament that got delayed. Yeah. It's like the, the championship for tennis. Gotcha. I don't know if it got to, I, I think it got screwed up, but maybe not. I don't know. But I have never played DFS tennis. Is it a fun sweat? Uh, it's all right. It, you know what it's like? It's like MMA, except way longer. So it's 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 very similar though, because like you need you need the one guy to beat the other guy. It's very rare where two guys will end up in a good lineup together. Yeah. So you're just rooting for your one guy and then rooting for your other guy, except but they'll play, and and like they'll 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 put like ATP Melbourne in with, you know, a tournament in England. Right. And they'll just throw them all together. So like you're, you might, you might, it might be like a day and a half of sweat. Yeah. Right. What, the, the only other times is like the big ones, the U S open and stuff like that, where they just, just play just the big major, major one. But even those will take all day. Right. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I guess it depends. I'm, I'm sure some people actually would rather have that sweat equity of a, some people like the PGA four day sweat. So. Yeah. And would you, um, are the prize pools big enough for you normally? Cause you were saying you weren't playing hockey cause the prize pools weren't, weren't big enough. Are you just doing it? Cause you want to get tuned up for this, for these tickets you have. That's why I played this week, but yeah, yeah. the next one's 50 K. Yeah. I think next week's 50 K to first. So plenty big. They're usually the, the majors, the majors are all worth playing. Yeah. 
I'm pretty. I think they've gotten over. I think they've gotten a hundred thousand a few times. Yeah. I think the DraftKings guys who work there like it. I think they might be tennis players or something because they would like email me to get in their <laughs> private ones <laughs> when they first started. That's funny. And it was like DraftKings employees or something. I think I think so. Anyways, this just yeah. oh yeah, because they weren't uh, they weren't allowed to play in the in the real ones. Um. Yeah, maybe that's it. But uh, I think now you're, you're now to- you're revealing a, a huge scandal uh, from the early DraftKings <laughs> days. Of- the show's for entertainment purposes only. Um, don't believe not not financial advice. Um, <laughs> hey, God, real quick. The funniest thing about that was is you were like, you should add that to your Top Shot videos. I was like, oh, thank you. Yeah, and then I saw you making fun of it on Twitter right <laughs> after that. <laughs> that's not what I was getting at. Though. That's not what I was. Getting. I was getting at that that, that you're supposed to because I suggested you put that on your videos because it's like just in case someone wants to be an asshole and mess with you. You know what I mean? And um, that, yeah, that law is so stupid. It's like everyone has to be walk on eggshells to be like, cause some idiot out there is going to invest their life savings in what some idiot on YouTube says. It's like, give me a break. Like, like let's people yeah. be adults, get over it. And then I've been watching all this wall street bets stuff uh, not, not, you know, even with the non-fungible token, crypto, all this stuff, it's in every podcast that people say it like 18 times over. Like, yeah, I'm not a financial advisor, although you should ape into GME, but I'm not a financial advisor. It's like we all know, like Dave Portnoy, you know, go down the list. You hear it like 50 times a day. It's like this is just a joke. Some is, old shit gonna- keep people out of that industry. Is there a precedent like uh for a content creator? getting sued for that like where is this all coming from i no oh this is just this is just actual law that's been around for who knows how long 50 years at least no i know but i'm just being has there ever been actual repercussions for someone who has said something like buy dogecoin and forgot to say i'm not a financial advisor advisor, and then (laughs) someone sued him yeah I, I, i don't know but i mean that's like what trial lawyers do is they they're they're a big powerful lobbying group and then they 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 look for opportunities where they can get some laws in, and then once the legis- legislature passes something like that, and they pass it under the guise it always is of helping people, and so they'll say like, oh, there's people getting ripped off by these horrible finance fake financial advisors, and then as soon as they pass that law, the trialers go to town and they just start suing the shit out of everyone, and it, and and sometimes it's like cyclical or it like lasts for a while and then yeah, then they give up. It's a real, a real sick game, honestly. But yeah, something like that. And then there's always a case that they they bring some someone's dumb kid in front of the committee at the Capitol and be like, "My dumb kid lost money," <laughs> and like, yeah. "Well, we got to do something." Little Billy lost ten thousand dollars. Well, we're also in this like weird time now too, and obviously the whole you know, GameStop and all that stuff is kind of, you know, brought it all to a head. But this idea of, you know, financial investing with like casino (laughs) investing, you know, I feel like it's really, the lines just seem incredibly blurred on a lot of this stuff now. It it is gambling. It's always been gambling. Yeah. They're just, they make, they're just, they have this illusion that it's not gambling because they want people to invest in the funds you know, the, the retirement funds that prop it all up. Like who, who is, it's funny too. Like no one thinks it's them. 
No one's thinking there. No, there is not one fucking person on the planet going, man, I'm glad they passed this regulation. So I don't be stupid and listen to Pete on his YouTube show where he's drinking and invest all my money into top shot. Like no one thinks it's them. So like, who is it? Who are you helping? Cause no one thinks it's them. No one's like, you know what I mean? Like besides children, but like, that's obviously illegal anyways to like directly proposition children, you know, financially. Uh, and, and then the, that should be the parents' responsibility. Like who, who are they help? Like who is out there? Who are they help? Like special needs person. Like, I mean, being serious there too. Like, like, is that really what we're doing here? Will they understand the disclaimer? What they're getting into, uh, seniors, maybe. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, on the other hand, like you spend any time in the general Top Shot Discord, and you realize how many idiots there are out there in the world. And I'm just like, as some of these people are too far gone. Like they're they're not going to be saved regardless. But they right. are dumb enough that maybe, just maybe, they need to hear something like that. And then, okay, so then they're going to be so stupid that they're not going to be able to follow up. Right. They're not going to be able to find a lawyer and go after somebody. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a complete, I, I, I haven't looked into it enough, but in all these cases, if you, if you dive deep enough into it, it's just competition shenanigans by uh, um, invested like shareholders from the industry trying to eliminate con competition almost always. Yeah. And then they use the guise of trying to help the idiots that you're talking about. As yep. well, look, look at this dummy. There's a dummy here. We got to do something. What are we not going to do something? Why have the government at all? If we're not going to do something. And then they use that. And then, uh, and then it's harder to get in that industry to get a financial advisor. Now you have to go get a form and shit like that. So that makes money for another group that I'm sure is pushing for this, this type of legislation. It's all a fucking scam. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not like top shot. <laughs> no, top shot is, is the truth. But I, I should say advice. we are not, not financial, financial advisors. Advice. Please buy your Colin Sexton dunks at your own risk. Yeah. Not not financial advice. Entertainment only. Spend all your money. Like I love I love like Dave Portnoy. Not financial <laughs> advice. I know. I'm an idiot. Take the all your money. And invested in this. Well, did you see the, I don't know if we've already talked about this, but did you see, I think it was like the earnings report from like Penn Gaming and stuff and just how much um, the, like the Barstool audience lost just like way above the normal average for even losing gamblers. Yeah. Did we talk about it? Yeah. It's like, I think the consensus is it was mostly random, yeah. but it did make it look like his audience is <laughs> like four times dumber than the average gambler. <laughs> yeah i mean i like there's the whole reason that stock well there's a few reasons that stock is pumping but uh i mean that is a very very targeted they're a, a coveted demographic for gambling operators yeah yeah and did you see like the parlay breakdowns and stuff like just shows you how bad parlays are like most of the money lost is on parlays yeah there it's it is like yeah Penn had the largest hold in the country yeah, diamond hand or, or uh, uh, paper hands Portnoy sold his Bitcoin, sold his GME and his meme stocks. Yeah, what was the? I, it wasn't it in the summer that like the Winklevite twins went to his home and like gave him the Bitcoin pitch, and then he immediately bailed on it or something. He bailed on it like a week later. Yeah, it was really strange. I, it, um, 
well, what? Yeah, whatever. I don't know. But yeah, and then he went, <laughs> he went on all those shows. And I mean, I get, I get it in this case though, because he's like probably the most outspoken guy of saying these guys robbed us. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just going to get out of it. They robbed us. Who knows what they're going to do next? Yeah. Um, but he was like posting diamond hands memes and stuff <laughs> the day before. Did he get crushed after that? He said he lost 700,000. And then, um, no, no, no. Uh, I mean, what, for, did he get crushed for selling? Oh, I didn't, uh, uh, I didn't follow up. People love him so much. Like a lot of people love him so much. Like they just will follow. Yeah, I think if you're like, in that group that loves him so much, they probably give him a free pass. And if you hated him, you hate him anyways. Yeah. Did you see Cuban went on Reddit and, and, uh, advised to uh, hold if you bought already the meme stocks and stuff. No, like that. I didn't see Getting that AMA and wall street bets. Wow. He's it, man. He's been doing a lot of media because then he just also put out his own article all about NFTs and digital collectibles. And then I yeah. believe, wasn't he on MSNBC the other day talking about that stuff generally too? Yeah, I think he was. And I posted, I tweeted about, I tweeted it's a while ago. I'm going to have to retweet that because it's getting more and more, uh, um, Correct. I, I said when. Okay, when when is Cuban running for president? Yeah. Because uh, like, do you think he know. wants that headache? I think so. I think to me it looks like I would I would bet like if it's fifty fifty whether he's going to run, I'd take the over. I I think he's good. Wow. He wants to run. Is that um, is that actually in any betting markets right now? I for Oz, yeah. he he could run. <clears throat> he theoretically could run an either ticket too. Yeah. He, yeah, he, he would probably win. He's, I mean, when you, when you include the kind of like shark tank, Dallas Mavericks figurehead thing, recognizable name. Um, he won't think, rock the boat a ton, you know? Yeah. Right. Like he'll pump our top shots. I mean, he's got my vote. <laughs> <laughs> you know i i had seen someone do a joke it was probably one of the dfs guys uh was like yeah we're we're nearing the territory here where we're going to get a question about top shots at the next presidential debate and if if mark cuban runs we will get a question about top shots at a presidential debate <laughs> that would be that what if what if that the question was uh the in in 2023 nba top shots folded and Millions lost money. What is your response to that? <laughs> oh my god! It's uh, just someone. It's Ken Bone just comes back to ask <laughs> about uh, top shots. I lost all my money investing <laughs> in top shots. My financial <laughs> advisor Peter Overzet. Oh my goodness! We um, should take a finance. I wonder how hard that test is. Like if you could pass it in like an hour, and if it costs twenty five bucks. Just to, just because to be able to say fucking financial advisors, dude, you should invest in NBA top shots. Everything you got, I like, would, what can I, you do? I'm a financial advisor. I I passed the test. How fun would it be to make this like uh, this pre roll thing for the disclaimer? Was like reminder: I am not a financial advisor. And then you go, you hear the record scratch. Yeah, psych. <laughs> I am, bitch. Just took the class. Yeah, <laughs> the beat drop. I wonder how hard it is. Like, I wonder if University of Phoenix has like a one hour stop and shop. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's probably like the uh, it's probably like the, the the driver's test. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> you could probably guess at half the shit. If it's online, you could probably cheat. Just Google it really quick. That is a really good question. Like, what are some of the other one of the tests in my mind that just and I could be completely wrong and I apologize if you're a real estate agent 
but I feel like getting your real estate license has to be like very easy. I heard it was actually kind of tough. Okay. All right. See, I could be wrong. Yeah. I don't, I, but I've never, obviously never done it. I'm sure the financial advisor one's tough too, but tough ish. And what if you get like, what is it, like 60% passing? I could do that. I might be able to do that. Couple hours of, I don't know how much it depends. The I don't know what the the ratio is for a bet. If it'd be worth it, like if it took a day, mm, might be worth it. Yeah. Okay. See, I the chat's saying it's wrong. Very hard test. Very expensive. Has like a third. I I assume you're talking about the real estate one. See, I was just completely wrong. What What's the? Does anyone know that? Has anyone taken the uh, financial advisor test? They can't be super hard, right? Because don't like, don't you like? There's dudes who just work at like. Those like Edward Jones like places. I mean, I guess that's it's a real job. Yeah. So maybe maybe it's like if it's anything over a week, that's like, all right, fuck that. But if if the whole point is to eliminate competition, it's gonna be expensive. Right? They're gonna they're gonna make it a little harder and a little more expensive because they wanna keep their 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 share market share. Yeah. Let's Are see. you buying top shots? No, no. Um, but I should be. No, I just uh, refreshed. It's still it, nothing. What a have you have you bought any since our Jokic? Um, no. I was thinking about um buying um a LeBron James since that Andy guy who's on your show was saying like that's the best the yeah. best buy. And then I asked a question in your chat. How much is the Marquise Chris for 4K worth it? And no one answered. So like, I, right, didn't, I, I didn't it. see. I didn't see that. I wanted. I was interested in what their take was on just the shitty cosmics guys. Yeah, I mean, like with. I mean, Pete is just so. I mean, he's just super high end for all of it. The super rares, top ten premium players only. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it. Uh, the more I think about it, I mean, it, it does make a ton of sense. Like I was even looking at, like I was talking with Pat and Davis earlier about, like there's some of the rare LeBron ones from like the playoffs from last year. And then there's the base Kobe tribute dunk that's out of a thousand. And I'm like in five years when there's way more playoff series and stuff up there, like, isn't going to be the Kobe tribute dunk that just remains way more iconic? Because um, there's going to be a lot more playoff series up there. But then I guess the counterpoint would be the bubble playoff series is unique. But I don't know. It just seems like really starting to value the actual moments themselves makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, I could see it. Are you bullish still? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I've definitely started to, I, I think if you're long-term bullish though, I am long-term bullish on more specific moments and, and focusing on the series one stuff and the high end stuff. And which are a lot of mistakes I made when I just jumped in willy nilly. Cause I didn't have the stomach to make like a $2,000 buy right away. And I could have, and instead I made it six, $300 buys, you know, just to get like my feet wet. And I, I obviously regret kind of not getting and locking up some of the LeBrons and Stephs when they were way more affordable. 
How much do you think like a common, fairly low, uh, numbered, I don't know, let's say Curry, for example, how much would that be right now? Like a base, common, Curry, 300. Out of 300? Yeah. No, uh, no out of whatever, 25,000, right? Or whatever. It is. Okay, yeah. So just for like the series one, I think those are going for just like whatever. Ballpark. I'll just say 500 bucks. Okay, what will they be in four years? That same card. Yeah, I I do really think for the Stephs and LeBrons and uh, to take a word from Pete Jennings, these generational talents, I, I would say I could see those commons being four or five X what they are right now. Okay. What what about a, a regular guy? A uh, regular guy. I think then a regular guy, you're just betting on the general success of Top Shot and kind of the mythology of that series one series, the base set. Um, but I would say a normal guy, then you're maybe looking at what, like two, two and a half X. Yeah. I'm just trying to get your judge your, how bullish you are on the market as a, as a whole. Yeah. And so, okay. So you think they'll be like double in like four years for like regular cards, quadruple for the studs on the regular cards. And then what about like a cosmic four years from now? See the cosmic average. Yeah, so like let's say our Jokic, which what do we buy for? Twenty seven thousand total. Twenty three thousand total. Twenty three thousand two nine or something. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's some, there's a big with a guy like Jokic, right? He, a guy like LeBron and Steph, their their resume is solidified, right? Like, I mean, LeBron especially, there's very little that they can do to kind of tarnish how history will look at them. A guy like Jokic, I feel, is more kind of on this precipice here where if he gets an MVP, if he were to lead the Nuggets to a finals, uh, you know, something like that, if he could get on that trajectory, I just feel like he's more fragile. Mm -hmm. Um, But in general, I do think the Cosmics are going to be, I think they're going to hold value very nicely. Yeah, I'm just trying to gauge, like I said, gauge the whole market, what you think of the whole market. So like you said, like 2X for a regular common guy. It's going to be twice as expensive, four times as expensive for Curry, but common card. What about a Cosmic? You think it'll be exponentially more? So like eight or ten times more expensive? I think it'll be exponential for the top guys. I think Jokic, I would say maybe more in the, I don't know, six to seven X range, maybe. If if Top Shot really, you know, becomes this billion dollar industry or whatever. Hmm. I'd like to see what that Marquise Chris compared. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Harrison would be for like a baseball card. Yeah. It doesn't seem like there would be one. Yeah. The only way LeBron can tarnish his reputation at this point is by committing heinous crimes in his personal life. There's nothing he can do as a player to ruin his value. I do. That could happen. Yeah. It's, it's happened to, uh, to a lot. Um, Everyone is losing their mind because Top Shot has just announced the Master Cool Cats Challenge. 
and the reward will be a lamello. Mm. <laughs> so I think that is interesting just for the value of those cards because you know, you everyone was expecting a bit of a dip there, but now if it's like, okay, I can get a Luca, I can get whatever other rewards are on along the way, and then you're getting the master lamello at the end, that's gonna keep that challenge pretty relevant for a while, I think. How close are you? I, I got I completed the the regular cool cats challenge. I don't know, have they said guys how many of these sub challenges are gonna be there in the master? I ran incredibly hot on the cool cats packs. I, I ended up getting five, I think. Uh, so yeah, I, I ran very, very hot on that. Mm. Part of a uh, rich privilege. Sounds there it like. is. I know it's just incredibly privileged. There will be four sub challenges. So you still have to complete three more to get the lamello here. And this is what keeps the market price on those challenge cards high right yeah because otherwise it'd be you hold it you get the luca airdrop for completing the challenge and then the floor probably falls out on those guys mm -hmm. except maybe devin booker because he's been well, pretty good right now mm -hmm. but still, um, even him he would just be even more expensive probably during the challenge than he rightfully should anyways yeah um and that, that's the thing, as Willis said, these forthcoming challenges are going to end up being a lot more expensive than this one. So uh, it's going to be hard to get that lamello. Um, what is, uh, do you have uh, any uh, any Super Bowl action down yet? Um, for, I did, I priced some props yesterday or two days ago. I bet a couple of those. Was there anything uh, anything super good? I assume it's pretty beat up now. Um, yeah, there was there were some all right ones on there. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, I need to get some action. Oh, the, yeah, Travis Kelsey was interesting. I have him for like eighty some, eighty seven some receiving yards. It's like ninety four, right? Yeah, it was like it was in the high nineties when I when I bet it. That's um, insane. Listen, he can get he can get hundred ten yards, obviously, but. I was talking to RBX88 in my Discord about that one. Um, I'm not sure if he ended up hitting it, but I mean that's that's ridiculously high, 98 yards or whatever it was. Yeah, that's a huge number. In the, yeah. uh, I want to see if that one is still. That one sticks out. I had some. I had like I I did so like Brady 0.5 rushing yards over. I think I got like uh, Mahomes under rushing yards at like twenty three or something like that. Okay, Not, nothing huge, but just you know plus EV stuff. Where a have you been betting at? A decent amount of unders points bet, uh, mainly wherever the the value is. Uh, besides Bet Rivers, of course. Um, but yeah, I only priced those four in, in Bovada. Yeah, Bovada too. Bovada has it released. Bank, bankroll took a little hit when I hedged my uh uh mma fight oh yeah it's all right your your dk balance you know made yeah, up for it it was worth it bovada hasn't posted a lot of the specific player props have they i don't know i think i got i think i got some up there let me uh, i was just looking to see if i could see that kelsey one because you were the set leone was talking about that kelsey one oh yeah today too and i and yeah. i um Bovada. 
Yeah, I had some Bovada. So the ones I had Bovada, uh, Cameron Brait. Uh, yeah. So here you go. I had I had Bovada, Ke- Travis Kelsey, ninety eight point five yards receiving at minus one twenty five juice on the over. So that's like a hundred. Yeah, that's crazy. I know. And you know it's going to happen now. He's going to go off for one hundred and fifty. <laughs> I'm also oh, yeah. trying. I'm also trying to max out the qualifiers on this super draft, uh, super million event they posted. Dude, holy cow! It's a hundred on Bovada. So it's gone up. Will Travis Kelsey have under a hundred point five receiving yards minus one fourteen? Let's okay, go. Okay, so yeah, the the big change in the line went up. I mean, these line. This is this is why the Super Bowl is great because. It's one the one time a year where they get so much action on shit, they don't just follow bookmaker or whatever the market leader. They'll just they'll just they'll just lay bad lines because donks are betting into them. Yeah, um, where normally they won't. Like like points bet. There was Darren Rovel whatever had a tweet about how points bet had one hundred percent of the money on God. I can't think of the team now, or the, or was it a fight? Yeah, with Conor McGregor, right? Or was it was kind of it was one at somebody. Uh, I I, I responded. Oh yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, it was Conor McGregor. I think they had 100 percent of the money on Conor McGregor, like the 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 betters did. So when he lost, they made a ton of money. And it's like, it's like the only reason they have that is because they don't take sharp action, and like he's he's putting it out there as news, like. Wow, look at this crazy stance or whatever. It's like the other, why, and it's like if they're gonna just take advantage of people and just only take square money, why not just move the line? Just go minus five hundred, minus six hundred. Who cares? To whatever they're still still better to. Like, just take it, take all the money. Fuck, right. fuck. Like, what's your? It's it's disgusting that you know if they were taking sharp action, they would have got you know hammered on the other side. But then they don't move it up. They don't change it because they don't even make their own lines. They just copy another book. Right. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's just funny to like report that as news. And it's like, wow, they took a hundred percent action on Conor McGregor. Why didn't they get any on the other side? Interesting. <laughs> Maybe that's a story too. Yeah. No, it's not a story that fits as nicely into a, a clickbait headline. I have, um, uh, Oh yeah. Cause you have a Bovada account. They got to legalize that, that shit by you. Yeah, I know. We need it. We need. It. I'm. I'm sick of. Uh... I popped uh, Brady uh, over half a rushing yard. <laughs> oh, I also have Scotty Miller as uh, as over. Over twenty point five. Uh, what? What is it? What is it now? Twenty point five receiving yards. Yeah. Yeah. Is there unless there, is there something I'm missing with that? Because no, I did this a couple it, days ago. It, I believe in. T- Let me see. What's the most recent Antonio Brown news, guys? He wasn't practicing last week. Let's see if there's any new news on that. And I'm bullish on, uh, I'm sorry, sorry, bearish on uh, Daryl Williams a little bit too. What do you think about that? Yeah, I was talking to uh, Court Smith. I'm going to do a prop bet show with him on Friday. And early in the week, he was telling me he was on Darrell Williams under 40.5 yards. And I think it's moved to a lot of places. It's down to like 30.5 yards. Okay. Yeah, that's what I did too. I had a- I had it under 40.5. I had it 29.7. Um, yeah, you got to bet, bet him early. 
but it is the Super Bowl, so you'll still find some stuff. So maybe I'll re- redo these tomorrow and update it, see if there's anything left. Yeah. And are you gonna you gonna get in those showdown streets at all? Yeah. So like I said, I'm gonna try to max that super draft one. Yeah. It's 4K enter 4K to enter eight eight max entries. And I got four qualified tickets already for it. Nice. And I th- I'm assuming it's not gonna fill. Mm. And and even talking about it here, it's not. I don't think that's gonna move the, the needle. What about money bags? Pete swooping in with, you know, his thirty two thousand to max this bad boy. Is that what it is? Four thousand in entry. Eight times four. All right. Well, first, I'm not a financial advisor. I don't. First know what thing we need for. to do, Brian, sell our Jokic. Second thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I, you know, I'll do all this stuff in. Uh, uh, I'll do the Millie ones on FanDuel and and DraftKings. And the DraftKings has that four thousand four hundred one. Yeah. I don't know. I might I might throw some into there. I haven't decided yet. All right. Uh, you're gonna get some you're gonna get some money down. And breaking news. Um yeah, I'll do the same as I normally do, probably. Whoops, maybe a little higher. Uh Yahoo has just released uh showdown. They've never really? had showdown before. What's the uh, how does the format it's compare? It's exactly like um, FanDuel's. It's it's one captain for flex. Is there a price premium on the captain? And no price changes. Damn. They screwed it up. How do? What is the thought process there? Of like, clearly you evaluate. You see DraftKings. You see FanDuel's. How do you choose FanDuel's? I don't know. I think it's people who don't play. Don't play DFS. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, that is that's the one thing. It's like it's not just the one point for the one point five is not that huge. It's the no. two different prices that increases the player pool. Yeah. And three different prices if you do assistant to the regional captain. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. When will they listen to us? Uh they will eventually. They listen to us on the uh the championships, DFS championships. <laughs> and then they took your idea. Yeah, I got a question in my my uh, YouTube. Uh, is Kyla says, is your super draft strategy primarily based on raw projection? What's that mean? What do you think that means? Raw projection I, is. I, that- I assume he's probably referencing what I would normally reference, which is if there's not like ownership projections and stuff out there, are you just using your own raw projections to and not doing much beyond or that is, for strategy? Or is it the difference between raw, raw projections and multiplier? Since oh, maybe that's there. what it is. So I use multiplier. I use their multiplier. Like that's huge. You have to, in yeah. my opinion, because it's like that's the salary. And that, if that's wrong, uh, Kyle, let me know. But yeah, the. That's the salaries. Yeah. Essentially. So yeah, you want to uh definitely use the multiplier. That's the name of the game on Super Draft. You doing anything for the Super Bowl? Just grinding no. out your DFS. Yeah, let's do DFS. Yeah. And may or may not watch it. <laughs> <laughs> what? That seems very Brian of you. You're gonna have too much money on the line not to watch it. I mean, I'll sweat it on my phone, maybe. What what would you watch if you weren't watching the Super Bowl? Whatever I find on YouTube. 
what's what's good on youtube these days are we wrapping up the negranu polk challenge oh yeah that was going on right now i turned it off because i didn't want to because i've been lagging on these streams lately um yeah it's either over today or friday okay um yeah i haven't been watching that a ton but yeah i have it's been keeping my attention they he, polk uh showed his whole cards today for for everyone or it's not, not a real delay, I'm assuming. Not a delay. yeah okay because he doesn't care he's never gonna so he so he says he's retiring and the challenge is over he, in the ground you can't come back so it doesn't matter if anyone sees the strategy right okay well that must have been fun for people then yeah it, i kind of like it with no cards it was interesting like back in the day before they had whole cards it was like so boring and then the espn brought the whole card cam and then like everyone like blew up everyone loved it i kind of want to go back to the old the grass is always greener on the other because you yeah. like you like telling the story yourself and trying to guess what hand they have i guess so yeah and it, it is different head to head two-handed online than boring ass live nine-handed tournament poker yes. you know you know what they need brian is you need the best of both worlds where it's like this kind of interactive capability where you can one select when you want to see the whole cards like say you want to watch the hand and then at the end you want to see if you were right on guessing and then you could go and click which card you want to turn over oh okay yeah because then right. you build like the drama of you're trying to like put them on a hand and then you can check your work yep sure this this, this poke thing is what we've been talking about a lot what we want the major sports to do which is release the release the stream and then whatever, charge for it or however you want to do it, but let regular people announce the, the game or fight or whatever, and then they could show their, the stream on their channel and somehow you know pay them back, monetize it. They get the ad money. I don't know, but yeah, like there's like three or four streams going up just this Polk Negranu thing, and you could pick your favorite one. Yeah, right. And it's, it's not great for the marketplace. Right. Yeah. And although Norman Chad and Lima Karen are, you know, they're actually pretty good, I think, as far as like legacy corporate broadcasters go. But if you let the world have a crack at announcing your stuff, it's going to be better. It's going to be way better. Yeah. This is such a good, nice, wholesome question from Paul. And I don't think he's saying it in a bad way. Do you guys have any other hobbies outside of DFS top shot stocks investing? Um, uh, here's the thing. Most of my hobbies uh, went away <laughs> during the global pandemic. Uh, traveling uh, definitely being one of my favorites. Although we were both playing a lot of golf this summer. That was one of your big ones, right? Yeah, golf. My shoulder screwed up. I'm going to go hopefully get that fixed tomorrow or at least whatever direction plan to fix it and so i can get ready for whatever uh april maybe the weather will break enough to go so, so do you think have snow. you already had a doctor see it no do you plan just, on that I, I figured it'd go away but it, it hasn't <laughs> too old <laughs> yeah yeah you got to get that get that fixed before it I gets know. nice again i know yeah so golf for sure it's a great old man game, you know. Yeah, you could, uh, you could, you could take your bag if you want, or you could take the cart and have some beers, or not take the cart and speed. If there's no one on the course, you can get through quick, or you could take all day. It's yeah. uh, incredibly frustrating. <laughs> yeah, 
the game, but it's also, yeah, it's also fun. Yeah. That's definitely my, my what I've got over the years, I've gotten into hiking a lot more, uh, going on long walks and stuff like that, which is, um, you know, anything that gets me away from my computer when I'm eternally logged Mm -hmm. on is, is nice. My, I've been, I've been threatening to buy a lake house for like three years now and I still haven't. And so I think, dude, do it it this summer. Lowell's lake house party. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Um, broadcast from the hot tub. (laughs) I love it. Uh, and then at a lake house, you know, there's tons of shit to do. So, and and I, I'm thinking Michigan, maybe Wisconsin, but, and then they have like, you know, e-trails and snowmobiles in the winter and stuff like that. And mainly i would just be sitting there drinking in the hot tub i think i don't know i i I love the beach but i think a good lake like a good lake that experience even trumps a good beach experience for me like i went to like flathead lake in montana was just one of the most incredible lake experiences there's something about a good lake i don't know for definitely because it's also the water's warmer and like you uh like compared to lake michigan or whatever so like in on some of the lakes you can take your boat to the bar have a couple drinks and then drive back you know you could like drive around to some restaurants sometimes on your boat um although you can do that on the um the the river here in chicago oh yeah they redid all the 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 lower levels like underneath the high rises and stuff all along the river there's all these like jazz clubs and bars and you can just take your boat if you have enough money to get a boat in chicago and uh stop at each one although they also have tours and you could walk it now too they redid it all that's kind of um, cool yeah it's really cool really cool spot but i mean there's businesses are closing like all over the place and uh so like i wouldn't mind having this place just out of the city while all this crazy to the world's getting so crazy you know what i mean just be like yeah, i'm just gonna hang out here for a while yeah somewhere to go yeah well so have you been looking at lake house real estate for a long time yeah, it's expensive more than it should be. Depends on where you're looking. The taxes can be pretty high, and there's like no inventory, mm. like especially right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I mean, the market the market here is insane too for real estate. You would think you'd be able to get like a small lake house for a reasonable price somewhere, but you, I mean, you can't. How well? How how far out of the city are you looking? Like two two hours plus. Okay. So yeah. not like that close. Yeah, because that's a like where everyone go like on Cape Cod, which is where people have their like equivalent of like a, a Massachusetts lake house would be going to Cape Cod and the rent or the the real estate out there actually isn't too bad. Obviously for beachfront stuff, it's it's still highly sought after, but it's because you know, 9 months out of the year, 8 months out of the year you can't really do much um, with it. So the prices stay relatively reasonable, but maybe I'm trying to figure out why Chicago why much for eight months, just cause it's so cold and you're not oh. really taking advantage of the, the beach. Right. Gotcha. But you have nine get, month long winners. Sure. Seems feels like it. sure. I mean, it I, I'm, like. I'm saying like that when you can go to the beach, it's like, you know, late May to when football season starts. Yeah, <laughs> true. Um, it is nice just to get out of the city, though. I mean, I don't know. You you live in the burbs, though, so maybe it's now you don't have the same congestion, you know, like noise and shit like that. Yeah, we're like in a we're in a weird spot where we're like in the suburbs, but we're 
pretty close to a main busy drag and stuff. And so going down, it's nice to, to get out of the city. Like it still feels like you're in kind of a hustle and bustle congested area, but look at this. What a subdued lulls. And I was even throwing a few back and here we are talking about our, our hobbies. I was hoping you would have something like you secretly, you know, build ships inside of bottles or something in your, <laughs> your free time. <laughs> Um, let, me, let me think. I don't have anything like I don't even play video games anymore. I know. I, I ended up buying a, a Wii, uh, like what was one of our Christmas gifts we got because I was like, you know, we're at, we're at home sometimes, and I crave it. And I played it a few times, and it's just I don't know. It it hasn't stuck for me. I haven't played in years, and like maybe a couple of years ago, I played with my brothers, like Rocket League. Have you uh, have you seen that? I'm familiar one? with the DFS. <laughs> Oh shit! I forgot. What <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so horrible. Like, I can't believe how bad yeah. I am at this. I was always so bad um, at video games, and we would do. I don't know if I've told this story before, but in high school, we would do Madden tournaments. Yeah. And you know, we put five, ten bucks in the pot or whatever. And since I was the worst, but I wanted to participate, I my strategy was I would bleed the clock on every single play basically to ratchet up the variance in the game being like less plays for them just you know less time for you know the more reps they get uh, in on offense they mm -hmm. are going to crush me so let me just see if i can bank a few crazy plays and bleed the clock down everyone hated me because i am sure but i'm like if we're gambling on this i have to push whatever little edge i think i have so that was my that was my best game Madden. Yeah, so I yeah. would play the shit out of that online. And like in the mid 2000s, I was like ranked in the top five online in Madden. That's like impressive. Um, I played the, the goddamn shit out of it. And then they switched. I think maybe when it went PS2 to the new Xbox or whatever, and then they just redid the game. It was just garbage. I just gave up. I'm like, this yeah. sucks. But yeah. yeah, I love that game. That, I saw, that, that wouldn't work against me. I always score on you in like two plays, and then you'd have to then you'd have to pass. Then you'd be fucked. <laughs> wow, you would you would have really uh, handed it to me. Uh, did you see? I saw everyone was losing their mind because EA Sports just announced college football. They were bringing it back. Mm -hmm. I saw. Yeah, hopefully they're giving those guys some money this time. Yeah, seriously. Uh, I'm assuming they're not. Yeah. Brick used goal line runs all game. Do you know this guy, or is he just making it? No, I, I used five <laughs> wide the all game. I passed every single play. There you go. <laughs> He's running the air raid offense. The um, real, real Kingsbury offense, or whatever that guy's name is. Let's see. Yes, I'm going to be doing. I'm going to do two shows with Joe Holka. We're going to do one on Friday on his channel, and then I'm going to do one on Sunday at like noon. Once I've actually, you know, tried to make some of my lineups and stuff like that. So yes, two, two showdown shows. Uh, I, I apologize to all my NFL bros. I've been so sucked into the top shot streets. Uh, but on Friday, I'm also doing, we're going to do a splash play show. Um, Brian, you're invited by the way, I need to go and book. We're just going to do similar to what we did, uh, for Thanksgiving on, uh, on Friday night. If you want to come hang with, uh, Spags and I, maybe I'll let you know. Yeah. Um, and then I'm doing a prop bet show with court Smith from bet the prop. We're going to do that Friday at noon. So we'll, we'll go through some of the, uh, the numbers that Brian and I were talking about here 
and a little more detail for some good prop bets. So yeah, lots of shows still coming this week. What are you going to play in DraftKings for showdown? The twenty max? Yeah, probably just my usual. I'll probably I'll probably throw a few in the in the Millie Maker live a little and i think I, i'm gonna play some of the bigger single entry ones too you know still getting my crowns and uh last last big uh nfl chance of the year so we'll probably fire a little bit more than usual no all right i'm i'm, I'm starting to get the uh the bug on nba showdown dfs i i kind of enjoy it yeah it's not it's it's not that bad it's a little doopy yeah that can use an assistant to regional captain too. Yeah. Even I've, I've been dupe conscious, even in like the 20 max, like I'm normally not getting a lot of solos, but normally I'm not duped more than two or three times. So I feel like from what I've just observed, it's, it's harder to go off the board in NBA. Like you start making really bad lineups pretty, pretty quickly if you're not using the top ones. Sometimes there's nothing you can do. We've we've talked about this a little yeah. bit off, offline, but yeah, that is definitely different than football, where Tomlinson or whoever that Eric, the, the guy you were you were touting, <laughs> yeah, a few months ago, he could catch one for yeah. twenty in a tutty. He could. Yeah, I mean it's not impossible, but it's pretty impossible for a guy who's projected for five minutes to get thirty. You know what I mean? Yeah. What does this say? I've been wanting to start like a DFS poker, but for video games, but I can, but I can't code sad would be really neat to post a game in a lobby to play Madden head to head for $25. That would be cool. They had, they had video poker on Xbox. Um, Texas Hold'em. I think that's all it was called. And it made this whenever you went all in. That's fine. You want to play that game? Texas poker for fun. Those are the two worst things on, and this is probably just in general, although I guess I don't know how you do it. There was a comedy one. Did you see the comedy, the stand-up comedy app? <laughs> no. So you could go on stage in the game, right? This is Xbox years ago. This stuff's probably 10 <laughs> years ago. How have I never heard of it? So you go in, there's like 50 people in the crowd, real people on their headsets and stuff. You can't see them. They have avatars. And then you do your, you do your routine. <laughs> it was so hilarious. It was great. It was so bad. It was just the whole time guys just talking shit over each other about how bad the the, the comic is. And oh, you because you the audio, audience audio could be going too. Yeah, there was there's so many flaws. The so like the audience's audio was just as loud as the comics. <laughs> it's like, this is not gonna work out at all. And so like you have to mute everyone before people would go on there. Oh my god, that's so Dude, funny. I need to find an article or something about that because that sounds absolutely insane. Where it's like, what if I could have all of the anxiety and terribleness of an open mic experience, but while playing video games in my own home? Yeah, and people with no repercussions who can just break <laughs> you for the entire time. It just like no upside whatsoever. Just no, you're not practicing at all. You're like not you're not you're not working anything out. Um, it was interesting because some guys could hold their own though. They had like a little act and stuff. Uh, it was, it was <laughs> that, that, and then, and then the, the, uh, poker, poker with no money is the dumbest thing ever. It's just yeah. like all in call, all in call. Oh, I'm eliminated. Next I will day. say, uh, the poker without money thing. I've definitely been on a few cross country flights where in the back of the seat where they had a blackjack app, you know, with fake money and just, 
drinking rum and cokes and playing, you know, imaginary blackjack for a six hour flight, just having the time of my life. <laughs> blackjack. Yeah. Blackjack's a little better. I don't know. Imaginary money. It's still. No, it's rough. It's rough. No um, all right, guys, that is going to do it for Lowell's this week. Appreciate you tuning in as always. You know, just a mere week ago, Brian and I were scrambling to buy a Cosmic, and uh, now it feel, feels like ages ago. So uh, who knows what will uh, what will happen between now and then. Brian, anything else you, you want to plug? Lots of stuff going up on Brick75.com. Yeah, well, and crowd in my chat said Comedy Night. That was the name of the game, Comedy, Comedy Night. Um, Brick75, I've been pumping out a, a, a lot of stuff the last couple of days. Don't expect that to continue. That's how I'll sell my site is I probably will get lazy and not do three things a day or four. But maybe I'll pump out the uh, NBA props again and then update those and see if there's anything available. And then you could use it for your show if you want to take a look. Yeah, at it. that'd be dope. Um, uh, that's it. Yeah. I got hopefully that app is done like a month. That's That's all I got. Nice. The the comedy night app, right? You're rebooting it. Comedy night two, two <laughs> Same exact game. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so intrigued by that. I can't believe I've never heard of it. Um, all right, guys. Uh, Chase saying we need a longer show. I am in a bounce over. We're gonna do uh, ship chasing right now. If you want to come and hang out with Pat Crane, Ben Gretch, and I, we're gonna talk some more about the Super Bowl. Um, but otherwise, we will see you guys next week. Subscribe to the channels. We got the iTunes link down below for Brian Hooper, for Peter Overzet, for the war against toxicity. This has been Lulz. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.